0: Did you know that most people, yeah, most of the people in the world have experienced a toxic boss? Look, friend, there is a reason why if you go to my Instagram bio, it probably has a sentence that says, making you a better leader than your last boss. Because the reality is, the majority of us have experienced a not so inspiring boss in the past, right? There was literally a 2018 survey by the job search site Monster, and they found that 76% of people currently or recently had what they were would describe as a toxic boss. I don't know about you, but statistics like that scare me, but they also light a fire underneath me to make sure that we are encouraging you to become a better leader than your last we'll insert the word toxic boss. So that's why today we are going to dive right on into it. And I'm going to give it to you straight. Are you a toxic leader? And we're going to talk about how you can tell if unfortunately you're one of them. And we're going to give you four tips to avoid it once and for all. So go ahead, settle in, grab your beverage of choice, whatever it is, and let's go ahead and get started. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, team dynamics consultant and trained industrial organizational psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to Tide Pod. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. TyPod would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, Hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. I kind of giggled when I landed on the title of today's episode because, let's keep it honest, a lot of us don't like to be called out in that way. But I wanted to just unpack the subject of toxic leadership right here and right now. And let me keep it real. If seeing the title made you click this episode, you may not be a toxic leader because at least you care, but let's go ahead and define exactly what it means to be a toxic leader, and then we will dive into some of those hot tips to help you avoid it and not only avoid being a toxic leader, but really step into what it means to be a transformational leader, one that inspires your team, engages your team, motivates your team, all of the great things, okay? So let's talk about it. Toxic leadership, my friend, is a combination of self-centered attitudes, motivations, behaviors that can have really, really detrimental effects on your business, your business's mission, and very important to me, your team members'. Typically, there is a lack of concern for others, um, a semblance of being self centered, a tendency to bully team members, whether super direct and obvious or kind of indirect in a passive aggressive manner, right? So, a couple examples include leaders who belittle their team, talk over their team, never ask for their team's opinion, believe they're always right, um, lean into their own perfectionism to the detriment. Of allowing their team to have some authority in the areas that they're supposed to have authority in, right? Um, Ignoring the team's ideas or, super important, their concerns around things that don't really look like their copaesthetic. Uh, purposefully holding team members back from taking responsibility, taking accountability for certain things just so that they can maintain control. Those are all really, really real and relevant examples of what toxic leadership can look like. But the funny thing is, and that's why I, I started this with the question, are you a toxic leader? Because... Toxic leaders do not have to just seem like these evil, you know, Maleficent characters. Oftentimes they're very likable and charismatic and intelligent, and it can make it difficult to spot them out, but it's incredibly important that we do. And that's why I just listed a couple of examples of how it shows up in real time, because over time, toxic leadership absolutely ruins team morale and potential, all right? So we talked about it. We defined it. I hope it didn't sound like you, but maybe it did. And that's okay because there is an opportunity for growth. So let's get into the nitty gritty of some things you can do to avoid those tendencies. All right, let's go. Number one, this is a good one. Develop emotional intelligence. Okay. Have you ever heard of emotional intelligence? i Love, Oh my God, there's a really, really good book. You should totally, I should um, link it in the notes for you. Uh, but Harvard Business School has demonstrated that emotional intelligence counts literally, stay with me now, literally twice as much as your IQ in determining who will be successful. Y'all, emotional intelligence is so, so, so critical. And if I'm keeping it real with you, it's not just critical for your role as a leader and manager in your business. It's critical for life. It's like life skills. We should really be taught about this stuff in, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, elementary school. <laughs> but yeah, it, show, it counts twice as much as your IQ to determine your success. So I always say, if you have not yet done so, Grab some books on emotional intelligence. Take an emotional intelligence assessment uh, to see which areas you are great in naturally, where which areas you could sharpen your emotional intelligence toolkit. Um, also, if you look, I'm talking about you right now, but we can also talk about if you are going to hire anybody who manages anybody else within your company. If you do that, I also want you to evaluate them as a candidate on their own emotional intelligence. Right. And take a look at their values, their integrity, their compassion, motivation, et cetera, et cetera. There is a super good free uh, assessment that I would definitely recommend. Harvard recommends it. It's been vetted, you know what I'm saying? So, if you go to the Institute of Health and Human Potentials website, they have a free emotional intelligence assessment. It's going to help you spot any red flags and really develop a complete picture of who your candidate is if you're hiring someone who's going to be a leader or who you are if you really want to dig in a bit deeper and assess yourself. Alrighty, let's dive into tip number two for avoiding being a toxic leader. This one is probably my favorite and it's pretty simple. It is asking for Feedback, my friend, I swear to goodness. So what you want to do is create an anonymous feedback form and allow your team members to provide direct, open, honest feedback about their experience working within your team and under your specific leadership or the leadership of, you know, if you have an online business manager, HR leader, whomever we're talking about in your business We want your team members to actually provide feedback, okay? Now, I know the reality for a lot of small teams is that it is very, very tricky to keep things anonymous. Even if you make the form anonymous, uh, you do a type form that doesn't collect any data or a Google form, it can be really, really hard to not be able to directly tell who said what because of different things like sentence structure, not to mention if they have to like put in their email address, which is an anonymity. No, no. I said the word right. OK, we're good. Uh, so my trick, it's not really a trick, but it is something definitely to consider is to have an objective party involved who can deliver the feedback to you. Right. So if you collected feedback via a Google form, they should collate all of that information, try to remove anything that makes it identifiable and then provide it back to you, right? That way, you're not the one interpreting all of the raw information, which makes it a lot easier to tell who said what, all righty? Now, let's, you know, we we build teams out here. So I'm going to give you a hiring example as well. So if you are hiring a leader, a manager role in your company, you also want to do the same thing and get some feedback around how they show up as a leader, One of my favorite, favorite little tricks to do is have your existing team members interview your top candidates and take in their honest opinions and feedback, right? So this is going to enable you to measure how well this person is already operating with your existing team, because those are the people that they would be managing. So it's very, very important. Okay, so we covered my favorite, the feedback. Let's talk about number three, proactively developing leadership skills. Hmm, wait a second. Maybe this one is my favorite. I don't I don't know. They're really all super good, but proactively developing leadership skills in yourself and in any team members with management roles is I can't even I can't even put in words how crucial this is. Y'all know the deal with most things in business, many of us wait to get development, get training, get support, get a coach until the quote unquote ish hits the fan, right? Like we wait until there's an issue and that is a really, really big mistake. We want to be proactive as leaders, right? We want to be incredibly intentional whenever we can. So it's really, really valuable for you to proactively start to develop those leadership skills. So set yourself or the leaders in your company up for success by providing early leadership training. Uh, You know, some team leaders turn toxic because they're intimidated by somebody, they're really stressed out and really busy, or they just have a lack of management experience. So you really want to engage them in training, um, Training activities that promote, you know, the positive things, a praise and reward environment, how to develop trust, how to uh, effectively communicate, how to have difficult conversations, right? You want them to be trained in all of those things by an expert, by someone who understands team dynamics, who really gets it, who gets the big picture, but also has some context for your organization, this is really going to help you or your team team leaders uh, understand the difference between appropriate behavior and harassment and the right way to go about certain conversations just based on your unique, um, your unique experiences as a team. Everybody's a bit different. So it is really, really helpful to have someone step in and provide trainings like this who is willing to get to know your company and your unique situations. Okay, so let's move on to tip number four. We are almost at the end, my friend. And I'm laughing because because tip number four is to rinse and repeat tip number two. I told y'all that one was my fave. Okay, look, here's the thing. The need for feedback never, ever, ever stops, okay? Monitoring leadership performance ongoing at regular intervals forever will magnify any issues that you are having with your own leadership or with a team leader's leadership, right? So I really, really encourage you to create Quarterly or yearly anonymous leadership review opportunities for your team members. You want to consistently give them an opportunity to voice any issues they may have and to reaffirm and provide positive feedback on the things that you are doing well that they really, really appreciate. Okay. This is going to help you so much. Like, First of all, let's amplify the positivity. If you know that when, you know, an example from my team, when we did that murder mystery party. There was a lot going on in the country. It was a really tense time. And my team member said, you know what? I really appreciated being able to take 10 steps back and just kind of hang out as a team, not really talk about anything serious, not talk about work, not do any of that stuff, and just disengage from all that and have a good time as human beings, right? So them providing me that feedback was like, oh, yeah, we're doing more of this this coming year, okay? So that's the positive. Obviously, on the negative if you get this feedback, if there's an ongoing toxic situation, if there's ongoing behaviors that multiple people are flagging, you will be more likely to pinpoint it during the review process. Um, and it's going to be made explicitly clear. It'll be documented, all of the things. So if it's, you know, feedback about you, own it, take the steps, get the support, fix it, you got this. And if it's feedback about a another leader or manager within your organization, having that feedback documented is actually really going to help because guess what? Now it's your responsibility to go and provide it back to that management role within your company and work on their own developmental plan, just like you would do for yourself, right? But it's really, really great just from like more of that HR perspective to have it documented and ready to go so that it can... um, you know, really support the conversation and keep things aesthetic. So, in a nutshell, I just want to encourage you to remember, my friend, the tone is set at the top, and we do not want that tone to be one of toxicity. Okay, there is no one, you know, definition or situation. I gave you a ton of examples today, but there is no cohesive way to fully paint the picture of what toxic leadership looks like. But there are the telltale. Tell, telltale, tongue twister, telltale signs of toxic leadership. And we desperately, desperately, desperately want to avoid that within your company. So if you end up, you know, listening to this episode and being like, "Ooh, I got some stuff to work on. Or if you have um, this realization that there is a toxic leader in your company impacting the way your team is performing, just remember, We need to address it sooner rather than later because that toxic tone is set at the top and we do not want that to trickle down into your beautiful, beautiful team members, okay? So the key is to hopefully avoid it before it ever becomes a problem, but if it is a problem, Get some support, my friend, get the feedback, listen to your gut and get some support to help you figure out exactly what moves you need to make to foster a more positive, healthy and collaborative working environment. All right. So I tried to end that on a more positive note because obviously we're sitting here talking about toxicity, but just know you are fully, fully capable to make whatever changes in your company that you need to make. I am here. I am rooting you on. I will be your cheerleader on the stands. I've got your back, my friend, and I will see you in the next episode.